perfect. You didn't talk in voices or anything, right? Oh, please. <laughs> you do like characters. Or I do. Anything? No, that's a real care. Um, that's a real question. <laughs> uh, only when singing. I don't okay. like right. pretend to be people. Okay, you don't. We got Randy Newman over there. No, don't. No, don't. That's yeah. better. No, no. All right, fuck all right. Off. I, no, I warned you that I was going to do this entire episode this way. <laughs> Can you do the whole episode that way? Though? No, please. I, I yeah. actually. He was threatening <laughs> that. I was threatening it before you came in. God damn it. Oh, all right, you know what? Just for the live listeners, welcome to the Great City Podcast. My name is Randy Newman. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Derek. And we've got no Eric nor Brogan because we've got, well, not because we've got, but we have a special guest today, a person I'm super excited to have on because I've known her for a long time in so yeah. many different aspects in the way that you and uh, our circles have like co-mingled throughout the years. It's been fantastically yeah. amazing. We've got Jody Ellen Ackerman on the podcast. Hey guys, what's up? I'm so happy to finally get you on and it it really kind of took off recently because we've got a couple of photographers in oh. here um, who are really stoked about Bright Eyes. Like, really? Really, like, yeah, very excited about what you've opened up with that. Wow. But you, I, we've known. <laughs> I love you said, wow. Like, I, yeah. I have no like, idea what wow. you're talking about. Well, it's very exciting. We, <laughs> I've, and I've known you, and we've run in circles for such a long time. And even encompassing previous Grit City podcast guests, because I think the first time you came into on, on my radar was because you did something with um, uh, our friends Vicky mm -hmm. and Jamie Cordero, who did Espionage Cosmetics. Yeah. Oh, she was on the podcast. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Uh, she is on the podcast a while back before she moved out to uh, Tennessee. Right. And uh, she still does Espionage Cosmetics and still does some amazing things with that. Yeah, I buy your nail things. Do you really? Yeah, the nerdy ones. The, yeah. the nail wraps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have some of those. Yeah, yeah. Really? Around. I yeah, wear them on cool. my toes. I modeled the nail wraps. Oh, no way. Yeah, the steampunk ones. Yeah, oh, cool. which of course, yeah. which makes absolute sense. Oh, right. Steampunk Be stuff. Because I'm sorry. I'll oh, leave my. now. No. <laughs> no, this is why I love her so much. That's how we met. I yep. mean, if steampunk wasn't there, I wouldn't know you. Exactly. And that so. was because you had I met. Wish we would all be so lucky. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We, I, um, I, I, I honestly, I'm just joking. Don't I, hate. Love, I love leather and brass. Those I'm wearing my, leather right now. Dude, so. yep. And it's leather. brown. Two of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. And so it started off in that little bit of a nerdy background. Mm -hmm. And then it moved into having you on my old podcast, Geek Nation, um, with um, which I didn't know at the time, but a relative with Robert Brown mm -hmm. with Abney Park. And then you came mm -hmm. on and came on with that. Not the Abney Park. The Abney the Park. The one that you love so yes, much. Yes, the one that I no. love so much. How many much? are there? Oh, there is a you know cemetery in London called Abney Park. But this is the band, Abney Park. The, mm -hmm. the, the, the steampunk so, band, yep. Abney Park. Nice. Yeah. And... Uh, and you were a singer performer on uh, in, uh, mm -hmm. in that band, 
And then it just, everything blossoms because you're mm-hmm. like a Renaissance woman. You do so many things. You do all of this amazing stuff. Thanks. I've been able to see you perform. I've been able to see you, well, help me buy my fucking house. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many different aspects. In it goes life. real deep. Yeah. It's crazy. It does. So I was really happy to get you and, on with you this. You know, I was just talking about your cat last night. Why were you? T- which one? So I, I'm, well, Frank in accounting, Aww, obviously. So I, I'm babysitting my my sister's dog, and we bring him over to um, a friend's house. And Chris was already there, my husband, and they were talking about Frank. And so when Kevin comes in, because his name's Kevin, I don't know why they got onto this, but they thought they probably said, "Oh, hey, my friend has a funny name, dog or cat, Frank." And so everyone was calling him Frank. I'm like, "What are you guys talking about? This is Kevin." And they go, "No, it's Frank in accounting." I'm like, "That's Justin's cat." <laughs> so it was just I think they were just on that subject and then my husband was going off about Damn it, Carl and yeah. just all your great cat names. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I got Damn it, Carl get in the house and I've oh. got Frank in accounting and we wow. just got a really fun thing with for them. I spent way too much money on a giant cat wheel. So, you what? know, hamster like a hamster. Wheel, like a hamster wheel? Yeah. But it's for cats. Seriously? Do they use it? Uh, we're <laughs> we're teaching them. We're it's slow. I'm <laughs> being extremely patient with it. It's a it's a people toy. It's hilarious. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I want to try. So, if you, it comes out really good uh, that you uh, can train a cat, we're getting one ourselves. It, as no. long as long cats as you're untrainable. No, they're no, not. No. 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 It's their food forward. That's not You've seen no, cat circuses. That's not training. Those that's, are those are cats that agree to do that's true. what but, they want to do. Yeah. That's still training. Dogs can be trained. Cats agree. So maybe they were a dog in a past life, you know. It's true. But yeah, no, we got them. We get them uh we give them treats mm-hmm. and uh Frank will run on it. Oh, like he'll oh, go for really? it. Yeah. Carl is since he's a little bit bigger, he's kind of like a little balancing issues on it. So he'll get going yeah. and then it'll be like, what the fuck is happening? And then legs fly everywhere. I've never seen a cat, Frank. I've never seen a cat eat like faster than that cat. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like I feel like that cat like cat unhinges his jaw. He, he yeah, he's <laughs> a eat, scooper. He's like an he inhaler. Will, yeah, like almost pick up the yeah. cat tin and like flip it upside down. <laughs> Just, Dude, he he goes to nice. town. You you've food. had you've had you fed yeah, the cats yeah, before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that was one of the yeah, he's uh he was born under a porch. Mm. And so a little feral, but it comes down to the fact that he's really really into Hungry. Yeah, he's really hungry, I that, guess. Well, yeah. that was my dating profile for him. <laughs> <laughs> a little feral, always hungry. A yeah, little feral, always little hungry. Feral, yeah, born under a porch. Uh, yeah. I want a yeah. shirt that Two says that. that. Born under a porch, a little feral, always hungry. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so he's definitely food forward when it comes down to oh, all of dude, that. He's my yeah. favorite. I love him. Yeah. He's the one that even if he's skittish about you, if you have popcorn, he'll come and hang out. Really? Yeah. Oh, he, I have a secret now. Oh, Next yeah. Next time I come over. He loves popcorn. Pocket full of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> it works in a lot of places. Does I use it? it. Yeah. With damn it, Carl, or just no, people just in, general? in general? Just people. Yeah, just like popcorn, just like have a, yeah, like, a bucket full of popcorn. Does it work for now. women in bars? Well, uh, no. I've been married for a lot <laughs> oh. of years. So. Okay. No women in bars for me. But yeah, just um, in, just in, in general, you know, make friends. You're like, here's some popcorn. It's been in my pocket. It's warm. Oh. Right. It's warm. It's warm. You lead with that one. There you go. That makes so he makes friends with the homeless people on the bus. <laughs> At least one. <laughs> right. So getting into uh, just the aspects of like all of the things you do. Um, let's start off, I guess, with the, the latest one with his bright eyes photography. Mm-hmm. And you have you have a studio space in like downtown Puyallup, right? Right. Like on. Uh, right on Meridian Avenue. So right in downtown. 
Like right where, like so, right yeah. next to like Wicked Pie Pizza, and then across from TK Irish Pub, nice. Twisted Kilt. Um, so yeah, just literally right in the heart of Puyallup, where I grew up. And what made you decide to go with uh, with a photography studio? After many years of you know, I kind of was a musician for a long time, and that's a very creative avenue. And then after a while, I was like, you know what, I just really need something a little bit more stable, just so I can have kids and settle down a little bit. And then. After a while of doing real estate, which mm-hmm. took off and did really well, um, I just got a little bit burnt out on the day-to-day grind and um, just the creativity wasn't there. And so because I'm a creative person, I was thinking like, I need something that's a little bit more fulfilling, you know, at least to fulfill that side of me. And um, at the same time, I had a friend reach out and say, hey, I can't find any boudoir photographers because I want to do pictures for my husband. It's his birthday and she just got a new set of boobs and <laughs> he, yeah. he's a boob guy. So and I was like, I can take care of you. And um, so I helped her and I had d- done headshots for a while for friends and um, just random other things for friends with my photography just as a side, more creative project. It wasn't really a means of making any sort of a living. But when I did this boudoir shoot, I kind of fell in love with it because I I knew that I really liked and enjoyed seeing women just feel confident and beautiful in their own skin. And it was just an amazing thing to watch, like someone I know so well and how it transformed her. And I had the most fun ever. And I'm like, I can't believe people make money doing this. So I um, thought about it and I just started doing more photo shoots and it kind of one thing led to another. And I just because I fell in love with it, I immediately started looking for a space because I knew that this was something that was needed. There weren't a lot of places that are doing it as a boutique studio yeah. where you can come in and there's tons of different sets and things like that. And I didn't want to just do it out of my house. I felt like it was limiting and like as far as what we could shoot, like there was a bed, you know, and the <laughs> bed was a king size bed. And so it was like the whole bedroom. And so anyway, I um I started looking for spaces and then I found this place in downtown Puyallup and that's kind of always where I envisioned myself if I ever opened up a business where I would have it. And I've always wanted to be a business owner in a downtown area like that because it's just such a cool community. Um, and Puyallup yeah. is super cool in that aspect, too, because yeah. just on that little main street, I think it was I think it was when you were like still like full in on your the, the realty stuff because mm-hmm. you are you still are my real estate agent at this point i still consider it that way because we still tap you like almost all the time like there's like hey do you do you know somebody who can help us out with x and you're always there and on the spot and your recommendations have been so solid that we needed to use you a lot of the times just to you know make my rolodex of uh, vendors that i could send to you guys yeah yeah even just like something like i know recently it was like an electrician because we need to look at that and we're able to get some stuff and it's just been Perfect. Top notch. The painter, like all of mm-hmm. those things. And um, I remember we were, I think it was like a pub crawl that you held that and yeah. we were able to go around and hang out and just do some stuff. And it was all downtown and all that area. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because I don't normally go down there. So to be able to experience <laughs> yeah. that and remember how, you know, how cool this is around here, you know, Pelp's not just for the fair. You can mm-hmm. go there and hang out and have a good time at a bunch of different places. So yeah. it's super cool to be able to do that and get reintegrated and re-experienced with all of that. Yeah. They're actually putting in a lot of really cool new things like a lazy ballerina wine bar that's like you step into another world when you're inside of it. And um, a cat 
cafe. So the cat finated is moving yeah. to downtown, things like that. So it's getting def- like more eclectic. It's not as kind of sleepy anymore. It's cause I grew up there and it, it's changed a lot, yeah. but having things like our business in there is just, it just makes it more eclectic and fun. So the downtown I, area is a, a fun place to walk around. I love downtown Puyallup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I live in Puyallup. Oh, cool. And so, yeah, I get, I get off the train and I, I hit a lot of those, um, like the bars, yes, we got the bars. bars. God damn it, <laughs> we gotta try flip. Uh, was it flip off uh, arcade or? Flip oh yeah, off? yeah, that's in a new South one. Hill. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been there? No, that's oh. what we gotta go check. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we just did my husband's fortieth there, and he loved it. Oh. Really? Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Chris. Yeah, Chris is an awesome guy. He's a great guy. And He's then we so went cool. and karaoke at Top Gun. Nice. So that was fun. Oh, we, you and I had one of the most ridiculous karaoke experiences, mm. at least in my opinion. When was this? This was this was probably now maybe a decade <gasps> ago. Korean karaoke? Yes. Oh my god. At the apart like at the apartment complex. Okay, we have to talk about this real yes. quick. So we went so <laughs> it was it your birthday? Maybe it was like something. It was. It I was. Feel like I've heard. It was probably this. just yeah. a Wednesday. Yeah. Who knows? It could have been. Awesome. It was. It was an event, and it was like we got a whole bunch of people, and we decided to go to karaoke. First off, when you go to karaoke with Jody, just understand that she is a singer and oh, she is yeah. fantastic. I, I have played rock band with her at your place. At oh, shit. Parties, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I know you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I know your where face. From. Okay. And so yeah. yeah, so it was like let's go to this place, and you go to off of like ninety nine. I think it's called Federal. First Avenue Karaoke. It's in Federal Way. The fact that you can remember that, congratulations. <laughs> I know. Wait, I send many people there. <laughs> she knows exactly where it's at. What are you talking about? Yeah. You can see it in her face. I know. She's like, oh, at. no. Is it 111 First yeah. Avenue? I just like to fuck with people and be like, hey, guys, we're going karaoke. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. And then sh- see what their reactions are when we show up. Because <laughs> so you go to an apartment complex <laughs> on the side of the road. And then it's just one like the like what you would imagine the landlord office is just the room where they book you out and you just mm-hmm. OK. And they give you the keys and you go into a cleared out apartment that just has. A screen on one side. A leather couch. And a yeah, leather couch on the other side. You can bring your own food and drink. And it was fucking fantastic. No questions asked. No cameras in there. Nothing. Amazing. And then just a huge, massive book with like, what, like 90% Korean songs? All, everything's in Korean. Even the remote is Korean. So good luck. Yeah. So you just start pushing buttons and you're like, okay, this song looks fun. And then they have a Korean music video playing that has nothing oh, no. to do with the song. But you can sing songs in English, and yeah. it will show you the English lyrics. Okay. Sometimes, <laughs> I remember doing. Sometimes. I remember doing boot scoot and boogie. Oh, I, I remember a lot of country songs from the '90s. It was a very, dark time. A dark it's time a very life. small uh, list of songs. Yes, and I was like, these are not the lyrics. As I'm singing it, I'm like, no, I I remember these lyrics, and these are not it. So I just sang my own damn lyrics. I love when um you you ever watch like TV with the um. Um, the captions on yes uh, and, and all the, the time, captions yeah. are off mm-hmm. i would love if if like somebody did like korean lyrics but in american words oh yeah <laughs> for you yeah to try to translate with, with it Dude, that would be the best that yes. would be brutal but yeah no it when it was and then we ended up so we hit we hit up that and then we came back to the uh Oh, country was, bar. Yeah, the country bar on uh on on River Road. Yeah, what's it called? Of course. Oh, I don't. Big remember. whiskey. Yeah, yeah. They had, and they, I remember that they had the uh the the, the, the bowl. riding bowl, mm-hmm. which I was terrified. I did not get on. I you watched. Really? Oh, there's no fucking way. <laughs> no, look so at the me. Pads are for. First off, and here's the thing, like. 
Nobody is going to help a fucking 250-pound fat guy get up on the bull. No, but we'll, we'll video it. Yeah. Laugh. Yeah. Everyone will laugh while I'm trying to get my fat ass up on that. That ain't happening. I definitely have videos of guys trying to get on that bull on oh, my phone. Yeah. I bet you you do. I do. I just I remember walking in there and just being astounded at line dancing. Mm-hmm. Like I hadn't seen line dancing since like junior high gym. Seriously. And we had no idea what we were doing. And it, it and you're fun. not and you're not allowed to go onto the stage unless you like do like classes beforehand. Like what? That was what somebody maybe they yes. just, maybe they just didn't like. Yeah, it just told you that it yeah. it is actually a big <laughs> thing because the people that are doing the line dancing take it so seriously yeah. that they don't want you to screw everybody up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're 100 percent right. I've heard that about multiple. Why do you know this? I am a wealth of land knowledge. <laughs> it, it, or you love to secretly go. Yeah. One of us. Yeah, oh, he's chicken. He's dressed like Garth Brooks on the weekend. He, <laughs> he does. He has his really alternate lifestyle. Do Who gets mad right. if somebody else messes up when they're dancing? Yeah. <laughs> line, well, here's, here's, here's the thing: line dancing is a whole thing, yeah. though, because Listen, everyone's you know going, who you're talking to. If you, move, seriously, if you move out of the area <laughs> and you're, like, you're bumping into someone, if right. you're doing it out of like time, sure. yeah. you're sure. gonna ruin everyone's yeah. experience. Yeah. And it's a bunch of white people wearing cowboy boots no. for the first time, drunk on white cloth. So you ain't gonna. Cause commotion, sir. Jeff hit it right there. 100%. That's the key. So going back to boudoir. Um, <laughs> Speaking of drunk uh, white people, just kidding. Actually, they do get drunk though. Do you? Some you people. Some I don't. Some, oh, that would be weird. Well, I, well I no, mean, drunk like, boudoir. I, I meant to say, like, do you offer like yeah. you offer things and stuff like well, that? Well, we're not really technically allowed to offer alcohol because of licensing issues. Oh, but fair. you know, if yeah. somebody brings a bottle, we will open it for them. Fair. Um, and mm-hmm. some of our packages do come with that. It's just like we don't, you know, we say don't open it when you're in the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We say that. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, that some people, yeah. you know, like like to have a little glass of champagne while they're getting ready, and that makes it a fun experience. Or a I, shot of tequila. I guess kind of yeah, lightens it up yeah. a little bit in terms of... I feel that um, there are obviously going to be a little... Is there's going to be a little trepidation sometimes when going into mm. these because you yeah. are... Like, I know you're there to make everyone feel comfortable, but everybody has... A little bit of uh, yeah. of self esteem at you know at almost. Some point. A, I mean, everyone. Yeah, yeah. And so, just to make it a little bit uh, more palatable, something that they can get into and get into and be able yep. to do that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I would say most people don't do it, but the people that do, it's like you can tell they're they're really nervous, and mm-hmm. so they're like, you know what, I'm just going to do this and. I don't blame them at all because it is a very vulnerable experience at first. And then you kind of get into it and you realize, okay, this is actually not bad at all. You just get used to it real quick. It's weird, but it's fun. And it takes a a certain amount of confidence for anyone to do that. So it's like massive props to anybody who wants to do that. Like you said, it's like a great gift for your significant other. Mm -hmm. And it gives you that chance to show them something that hopefully that they love and that you love to create. Mm -hmm. And then with you just being able to make that, make that the experience for them, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I think a lot of people say they want to do it for their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, whatever. But in the end, it ends up being more of a gift for themselves that they don't really realize until they're done. And they're like, you know what? I feel so much more confident and secure in who I am and empowered. And so they go away. They they think, hey, this is for me. And it's fun to watch them select pictures. It's like at first they're like, oh, he'd like that. And then, you know, it's like, but do you like that? Yeah. You know, and we start talking about that. Like, what do you want? Because in the end, this is for you. And in 20 years from now, you're going to look back and be like, damn, I was hot. And I'm so glad I did this <laughs> right? now and didn't just wait until I lost 
20 more pounds, which we all say we're going to do and we don't. But um, anyway, it's cool to just see people um, just feeling themselves and just freaking out about their pictures. I love that. It's my favorite part. And I mean, it's so cool too, because you get that like instant reaction when you get to show mm-hmm. on those and get to go through that. Yes. What, like what got you started in photography in the first place? Because you seem very creative and very yeah. artsy. Was that just kind of a natural progression? I that? think if music wasn't in my life, this is absolutely would be my career no matter what. And I didn't, the only reason I didn't do it is because I'm so passionate about music and I'm like, I can't have 800,000 side projects. And so I was like, yeah. you know what? Photography is always just going to be my like hobby. Um, and that was because I was doing music. And then when I kind of stopped doing music, I'm like, I'm dying inside. I must do something creative. Um, so anyway, I had always had a camera on me since I was a kid and I just knew that I had an eye for capturing And I don't even think I had a talent necessarily. That's not why I did it. It's just I love to capture beauty. And Mm -hmm. like a lot of the times it's just people, especially women. And um, like I just love creating that, like capturing those moments that everyone's having a good time. I'm always the person taking pictures and it doesn't even matter if it's on like a tiny camera when I was a kid or if it's now... (laughs) Um, I'm not the kind of person that will go on a like trip abroad and have my nice camera out, but I'll always be like creatively with my phone at least like, hold on, I have to get a picture of this. Like it just, if something moves me, I just have to stop and take a picture. And then I, like my body won't rest until I do that. So it's like an obsession. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. it's kind of fun to see that, you know, when people are modeling or laying around, like not laying around, you know what I mean? Yeah. Modeling. Mm -hmm. Um, when they're doing that and then like the moment strikes where I'm like, oh my God, Yes. Like it just strikes and I'm like, stop, move, like stay there. And then I I capture it. And I feel like it's just that same feeling for me every time, like that, that inspiration just kind of comes and then it, you can see it. I can see when I tell someone, like when I'm going back through, I can see when I tell someone like the, the pictures aren't really good for a minute. And then all of a sudden I, I remember saying, Hey, move your arm. And then instantly the the photo is like amazing. And I'm like, I remember that moment. It's just like a fun experience just for me to like, psychologically remember the process of it all it's super great on that aspect too. just be able to like realize oh that was where i was able to do that mm-hmm. you can build on that and continue yeah. on and it's just like getting better yeah. and it's just being able to put for me it's there. like it's like proving to myself like my eye is is good and, and yeah. when i tell people to make those changes it makes like a world of difference just the littlest change and people don't realize that they're like i'm not fo- i'm not um what's the word photographic photogenic yes there we go photographic photographic (laughs) (laughs) i'm not photographic or whatever um and i'm like shut up just sit down like just i'll move you yeah and tell me (laughs) tell me what you're looking for and i can help that that's Mm -hmm. i mean with what i do in my life it's all it's audio creativity but it's one of the biggest like sort of like uh like dopamine rushes it's like Mm -hmm. when someone's like i told you something i gave you some vague ideas and then you put together exactly what I wanted without me really knowing what I wanted. Totally. And we just talked with some barbers who are are kind of that same aspect where they're like, Mm -hmm. someone comes in and it's like, well, make it, make it look good. And you're like, well, I need to now, I need to know what you like in your experiences. How do, how do people, when they want to um, book you and make something like that happen, how do they uh like how would they approach is it like it's like okay i want to do a booking i want to do a mm-hmm. photo shoot is it like a consultation at that point where you're like yeah. okay 
Now let's see what 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 you're into, what you're uh, what you're looking for, that sort of aspect. Yeah, yeah. We always start with a consultation, and that consultation is just me basically breaking down the experience and what they get because a lot of them don't know. Like it includes the hair and makeup, it includes the wardrobe, the entire studio that has ten different sets and all of this stuff, and then you get to see your pictures the same day. Um, you get to pick out your your book and your artwork. And so it's all this experience. Wow. It's a pampering session. And um, so I, I go through that process. And then we talk about why they want to do it. And, and is there an event coming up? And a lot of times it's it can range from like, I just got a divorce and I just want to take a little bit of power back. Um, or well, it could yeah, be, I yeah. have a diagnosis and I want to get pictures before my surgery. Oh, um, gosh. Or someone actually passed, you know, they had... Yeah. They had they wanted to get it done because they knew they were having a big procedure and they had cancer. And so they got it done and then they passed. And I didn't have the opportunity to give her her book because she passed, but oh, I was able wow. to give it to her husband. So that's that was a so cool experience. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's even more and beyond. You know, you've heard of people who will like keep a message on their voicemail or something just to hear that person's yeah. voice mm-hmm. to be able to see the person at their i mean best. at their best yeah. yeah yeah at that point and just right. being able to have something that's a memory of that is not just uh, a picture that might you know might have been just the last shot was unfortunately you know like mm-hmm. a crappy selfie or something like that you can remember yeah. them in the best way that's yeah. so cool it is so, is so cool amazing. it's fun and then so we talk about you know what's the time frame then is this a present is it for christmas okay well here's when we need you to get in by usually it takes about four weeks from start to finish to get your products and so you're going to need to do it by x date and then we talk about their their vision and then i send them a questionnaire to fill out and that'll get to know them even better nice like send and then I'll say, hey, send me some inspiration photos. And some people are like, I really want to use my motorcycle or I really want to bring in a sword or I want to bring in a flag. <laughs> and I'm like, great. So then we just do a bunch of research and, and we get kind of an idea. And then when they come in, we talk even more about it. And so it's just a lot of just kind of preparation, but also just kind of flying by the seat of our pants and seeing what looks good in the moment and trying to get as much done as we can in that two hours time frame that we shoot. So, yeah. It's cool. That is so cool. Yeah. It worked. Uh, I, I've been taking uh, photography. I went to uh, trade school in 2000 and then I took a, a multimedia design course. And one mm-hmm. of them was photography right before everything turned digital. So I had to buy a, a camera and then black and white film was free in the course. So I got a lot of film <laughs> mm-hmm. and I learned that I liked I liked a film mm-hmm. uh, or taking pictures and photos. So I got a job. Uh, working uh, uh, as a multimedia person at uh, Amateur Athletic Union's national office. And so I became a sports photographer and I shot sports for about six years. And then, um, and I like taking photo, uh, mm-hmm. photo shoots. And I, and I, now I know what's a good photo and what's a bad photo. I, and yeah. I know that I'm not a portrait photographer because the way you do it, and I understand why you talk and you, you're giving us the recipe of how, how to make <laughs> a really take a, a really good photo of somebody. And that's getting to know that person in detail, mm-hmm. detail, detail, and asking the questions. Yeah. Because I see it in your photos. When I take a photo, I make a photo. And it's like when I take a photo, it's like you do it now. <laughs> you know, I, I'm taking this picture and no matter what's happening, <laughs> when you take a photo or what well, well, when I see your photo, photo it's like you pulled that out of them like that's Mm -hmm. them in that moment in time the Mm -hmm. way it's supposed to be you get a really good feeling like that's that person so you are a a good you're a great photographer and you're you you're you're an astronaut in that (laughs) in that area area i only follow like uh four 
photographers on my Instagram because I feel they each do one. I, I do love street photography. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Yeah, and and there's only like two of them are street photography. One is is more of a uh, back in the day it wasn't pornography, you know, it was, it was porn, but, but it was more, you know what I mean? It was more of a lifestyle. Yeah. And then there's a couple like Dave, not Naz, and there's there's one more person I forgot his name that I follow because of uh, there. It was like you they pulled that that essence out of Mm -hmm. that photo you know like whatever Mm -hmm. they took a picture of you understood what was happening in that photo Mm -hmm. uh me when i take a photo it's like a drive-by you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like you gotta kind of guess what's happening (laughs) really quick uh but yeah so so yeah you are a great photographer for that so just for anybody and I, I mean, Thank I've you. known you for so long and like what you're talking about here is that attention to detail, mm-hmm. which I saw when you were in Abney Park, when you did your own stuff with as Jody Allen and mm-hmm. being able to see your shows on that aspect. Um, and then being our real estate agent and just really helping us out with the house because the story of like our house, you and I had been walking around and going from place to place and seeing some different places. <laughs> Nothing was hitting. We hit that one place. We that, had weird places too. There was that one spot that we thought, I thought I was like, oh, this is going to be pretty cool. I want to kind of see where it is. Mm-hmm. And the whole house was leaned mm-hmm. and it was what the fireplace that went to nowhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wasn't there a weird attic one or a oh, garage the basement. one? It was the basement. Oh, it was like the yes. farmhouse that had the huge farm oh, yeah. that I was like, this thing would be like if I had a boat, <laughs> like I'm not like a yacht, like it would house mm-hmm. the yacht. I'm like, this isn't, um, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the basement was like straight out of like a Sense saw movie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. probably a well somewhere love at that. And so it was just like, and but it was like seeing these things and even just being like, oh, I'm like, I'm not too sure about that. And you just being like, no, okay, you know, we're fine. We'll mm-hmm. figure it out. And then just guiding us when we found the house that we live in now. Um, and, which it, is an amazing house for you guys. It's so in amazing. So many ways. And it fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. And we weren't even going to like, Michelle had um, like basically favorited it and being like, oh, we're not, too, I'm not too sure if I even like we can afford it or could do anything about it or any aspect. And it was the last showing of the day. She mm-hmm. was able to finally come in because my wife had a root canal that day too. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. And then <laughs> when I came in and followed up and found it. And, but when we walked into the house, just, like every room I was able to like point to that and be like bedroom, yeah. office, it had the bar, the the garage, the loft, the backyard, which was yeah. fucking beautiful. It's like a Zen garden or yeah. something. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, this is perfect. And then you guiding us on how to buy it because it was at the beginning, it was starting like all the housing, the mar- market was starting to ramp up a lot and it was getting yeah. super competitive and you were able to guide us through that. And we got it. And it was like all the little things that I didn't know about, like like writing letters and like showing and like you made a fantastic like little like collage of our pictures yeah. to send off to the people to like really sell us <laughs> as the people. Did to I write buy your letter house. for you? You helped. Okay. You gave us a lot of guidelines. Yeah. And sometimes so- I, I, you know, I tell people, hey, just give me a few paragraphs and they send me like either nothing or it's ridiculously long. And I'm like, hmm. So I had to use like a little bit of editing skills just to kind of like short, sweet and not put too many weird details you don't want people to yeah there's so many weird laws now about writing letters and things like that really you know? yeah well, and just, that's why you yeah you need yeah, to know all of that exactly. too so yeah but, yeah i was so happy when you guys found that because 
I remember you going through the house and you, you were like, here's the studio, here's this, here's that. And I saw your vision. And then I came, you know, a few months later and you literally had it exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. And then you have all these cool parties now. Yeah. It's like just literally the best for you guys. So, and that was what, um, both me and my wife had, when we even told you and we like threw it out there, it's like, we want to have a place where people can come gather. Mm-hmm. And so it's those things like holidays with family, but it's even just like the parties at the house. Like I have my party group and it's yep. like ever expanding and it's just, do you a, have a party group? I, oh, are you not? I mean, your house? I mean, I mean, You're not no, on that page? No. What no. the shit? <laughs> Did you know he had a house? No. Do you know where he lives? But, and we've been able to have so many fun experiences there and just mm-hmm. like being able to record. Cause now the garage yeah. is the studio and I've been able to create that mm-hmm. as the studio. And we still have the bar where we can just have, people hang out in and coolest bar ever yes a steampunk bar thank you very much talk about photography stuff i take my best pictures with that lighting that That bar lighting i have some really cool pictures of just justin and like brogan and Mm -hmm. stuff hanging out it's a it's a really magical place i'm happy i'm happy you got that picture that i got you at that weird house that i was selling yeah that creepy photo yeah so was it was it an estate sale or something it was in a kind of like this lady was in the hospital and i was helping her sell her house she was an old lady and I went in and there was so much stuff. I just immediately did like a garage sale. I found antique stores to come collect things because they were just going to let it all sit there. Oh, and I'm like, wow. I can't really sell this house. So I got <laughs> rid of all this stuff. I hired contractors and did all that. But then there was this one weird painting in the garage. And I'm like, this has to go in the steampunk studio. Yeah. It was this like African-American cowboy old school. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. That oh, that one. kind of creepy. Yeah, okay. With just kind of the, just that stare. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it just, it, it hangs in the, it <laughs> on the hangs door in the bar, right yeah. by, right by the door. <laughs> and yeah. And it's, and it fits perfectly. And that was like, you found a bunch of other things too. You're like, no, this would fit good in your bar. I'm like, the sign. you're still thinking of us. Yeah. yeah I love it so I love much. It. Yeah. <laughs> and so just that aspect, but even like I've said, like I still consider you our real estate agent because you've been such a good resource. Thank you. In so many aspects. Are you still, I mean, are you still doing real estate or is it kind of like slowed yeah. down a little bit? Well, the, with the market slowing down and with my um, new yeah, studio, okay. it's kind of like a, it kind of worked out because I was able to put more time into the studio and because of the way that it slowed down when it did. And so now um, I'm still working with a lot of my past clients. Um, I'm actually partnering with my best friend, Amy. I don't know if you know Amy Virago. Oh, I don't think so. she's also with Keller Williams, but oh, nice. we okay. think the same way we, even answer texts and phone calls this exact same way. So it's fun working with her and um, we kind of just tag team it right now. So nice. okay. yeah, like we're listing a house this week. So yeah, we're still doing stuff. Well, and I mean, I just remember and like you, you put your heart and soul into everything you do. And even with like real estate, you were doing that too, because yeah. you were winning awards, just fucking crushing <laughs> it all of the time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Was, and there's a little bit of a pride there being like, yeah, she helped me too. Like, Aww. this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that aspect. I'm like, Everything you've done, I've really absolutely loved. I am with Rusty with RCF Exteriors. Rusty, how are you doing? Not bad. Not bad. You do really good work. I try, yes. You created this studio with me. I helped. At least the front part, you know. Yeah. Placing the windows, framing up the walls. But also beyond that, I had you come and do what RCF Exteriors is known for. 
which is Windows. Yep. The price was better than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we kind of have a saying where it's, uh, you can pay whatever you want for Windows. But for actually the same Windows you get anywhere else, you get the same install, but not for these crazy prices. People can go and check out a lot of the work that you've done at rcfexteriors.com. And the quality of the work and the price speak for themselves. Give them a call at 253 446 8845 and give me your motto because I think it's fantastic. <laughs> That's cut wood, not corners. RCF Exteriors. Check them out at rcfexteriors.com. I love the fact that we're sitting here at the Union Club and just like a little mm-hmm. while previous, you literally performed in the Spanish ballroom at McMinimins mm-hmm. on what? Wednesday. On a Wednesday. This Wednesday. And that's a big deal for some people. Like yeah. the Spanish ballroom. I know. Just in general. Yeah. <laughs> I this people, is our my first big. show there. And that's I was awesome. like ever since I went to the first show there, I was like, you know what, I have to play here. So for me, yeah. it's like when I set my mind to something, I just make it happen. I'm like, who do I need to talk to? What are we doing? So And yeah. it's a beautiful room too. I've it been is. I've been fortunate enough to help out Sky with uh Live It Out Loud. Yep. Um so a couple of previous years past and being able to go up there and hang out backstage. And I mean even just great green room. Yeah. Can we talk about the green room. It's a it's a like it just kind of goes down into that little like kind of mm-hmm. hiding hole. It's very very cozy. It's very like <laughs> British lounge or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's no, got yeah. weird stuff on the walls. Like it's creepy, just like the rest of McMinimins. But I love it. Yeah, we um for Michelle's uh, birthday party, what twenty nineteen back when you could you know go out and do things. Mm-hmm. A part of it was staying in the graffiti room mm-hmm. at the McMinimins, which is like room like one hundred one or something like that. They took the original graffiti artist who had painted up the old husk of the Elks Temple before they had redone it and brought him back to paint that room. And it's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. so fantastic. Did you sleep? <laughs> yes. That's I my main question. No, I no, think. No. I mean. I cannot sleep there. We laid in the bed and yeah. hung out. I mean, uh, I don't want to get into That's not details. what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> are there ghosts? I mean, I, mean, I know there are. You said but it was a special occasion. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there are ghosts, but we didn't have any experiences. Mm. Like here at the Union Club, we have definitely oh, yeah. had experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. Like, and so, I mean, it was built in 1888. You have to expect. And even with the yeah. Elks Temple, like this is like the old historic buildings along this area, yeah. especially down like Antique Row and like Brandy's Closet. We've had, well, Scott and Brogan had some uh, interesting experiences. Yeah, we did a ghost hunt there. Mm. Brandy's Attic. Yeah, just down really? the road. Yeah, yeah. We did um, with the old um, Tacoma Ghost Tours. Yeah. So the ghost, yeah, I did a ghost tour and that, wasn't the McMinimums part of the ghost tour? Um, this was before McMinimums was even around. But so I remember before McMinimums so. was around, they they stopped like in front of McMinimums and they yeah. said that this is a ghost stop or whatever. And then it became McMinimums after that. And it always stuck in my head, this mm-hmm. place is haunted. And then when, yeah. I, when I first came there and I, I was at the bar, I asked my server, I'm like, hey, is this place haunted? And he's like, Oh, yeah. And he said, <laughs> we literally found dead people inside the building when we, they first uh, renovated it. I don't know if that's true. I've got, um, oh, that just, that was a shiver. Like of no. dead homeless people that had come in. And then um, I believe that. Yeah. They told me all kinds of stories about the elevator. You know, that creepy guy's face in the elevator. If you go no. in there, it's like creepy guys staring at you. There's voices in that elevator. Dude, you're in one of the oldest buildings <laughs> in Tacoma right this now. This one? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Oh, this, this, I, I was telling the guys about this. Um, the last guys, if you if you turn around and look at that wall, do you, whoa, yeah, it's not straight, <laughs> it's, right? it's slanted, right? But if you look, the door is crooked as well. It's like a parallel. Yeah, and the, they did it all, on purpose. All the glass is crooked. What? They literally built this building crooked. It's not. 
I'm not okay with this. Right. <laughs> well, don't go out on the deck. Okay, man. bye. Right. So, yeah, like, there's a lot of things. Like, when you're around in these old buildings, yeah. there's a lot of things that can kind of mess you mess you up and make you see things. You guys okay? Oh yeah, yeah. mostly okay. I yeah. mean, we've got. I mean, we've recorded at a bunch of different places around here. Even um, uh, Pint and Pie, which is now yeah. what the North uh, Brewing. Uh, oh, did they changed their name. They changed their name. Damn. But if you look up Pint and Pie on our podcast, you can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they uh, were literally the old firehouse from like mm-hmm. the 1800s. Mm. And so there are they've they they have a ghost named Hank which they've named because How do they, they know this? Oh, they just named it. They named okay. I think they just named it. <laughs> but they just like they have to yell at him because apparently he's mischievous enough where he's I, I think there's one person he doesn't like and they've he's tried to kill. It's always got to be one. Yeah, Whoa. right. Like I think like things are like falling around and sort of mm-hmm. like, you know, like hey, maybe maybe leave me alone, Hank. That sort of aspect. <laughs> um but even uh they're re- they're renovating city old city hall. Mm-hmm. And they're going to turn like the jail into like a bar. And you're like that. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be drinking wow. with ghosts, Hell and you're gonna yeah. be like co working with ghosts, yep. and they're gonna do micro apartments. So you're gonna be micro apartmenting with our, a ghost. Jake Bird episode, right? Like yeah. One of the first serial killers was was in that city hall. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. maybe it was right. city hall that I'm remembering with the ghost tour. It might be. I don't know. No. But it's all kind of ghosty. A bunch of them. There's, yeah. it's, it's all ghosty yes. up and down in here. It's very ghosty. I used to, I used to work at the um, as security guard down at right by where the Tacoma Comedy a Club. Security is. guard. Security guard. Mm-hmm. Security guard. Security <laughs> guard. Security guard. Wait, security. Security. That was the last real job Justin ever really had. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. It was, and that wasn't even a real job. I brought no. in my computer and played the fucking World of Warcraft. No, just or, yes. all day. Did you have to yes. throw out hecklers all the time? No, because this. This was this was at this was before the Tacoma Comedy Club. Oh, this was and this was at the Department of Assigned Council that is right there. It's like where the bridge goes over into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the second floor. No, it was the 2000s. Oh, really? Damn. (laughs) Yes. Like 2004, 2005. Yeah, and then I was a I teenager in the nineties. It wasn't the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, wasn't. Oh, fuck off. Nineteen hundreds, <laughs> <laughs> late nineteen hundreds. There was <laughs> in the late nineteen hundreds. I was a security guard. <laughs> no, I was just a karate guard. And but it was one of those places that, like, the second floor went to the Tacoma Underground, like the underground oh, catacombs. That's a nope. And yeah, and there was, uh, I remember the janitor was stoked because he could, he was photographing orbs. Like you'd see the floating orbs and, oh yeah, hmm. yeah. And so hmm. it was, uh, it was always one of those where I would do my rounds because I worked graveyard. So I do my first rounds at 11 o'clock. I wouldn't go anywhere until 6 a.m. Like mm-hmm. I'm not fucking around <laughs> with this. And somehow I still kept my job because security didn't really matter yeah. at that point in time. <laughs> But yeah, like there's a lot of places downtown that are super haunted, which is yeah. why like Tacoma Ghost Tours did it for so long. Yep. Pretty gritty tours and still are doing an amazing amount of stuff because there's so much paranormal stuff mm-hmm. that people love that. Yep. And I love that aspect. And what is of it. it about Washington? I feel like we have an abnormal amount of ghosts uh, in Washington. Oh, I have a I have a thing. You have Uh-oh. a thing? I have a thing. Because <laughs> this is old land. This is the Pacific Northwest, you know, belong to the end. There's stuff older than God, if you believe in the, that, mm-hmm. that there's stuff yep. that's just oh, universally yeah. old. Mm-hmm. That's you can't put good and evil on it. It just is. You know, so it does its own thing and every once in a while it bumps into us. 
And we perceive it as as evil sometimes because it's scary, mm-hmm. but it's not. We it's, also get a lot of like alien uh, UFO yeah, sightings and stuff like that. It's all a part. That's why. Yeah. Yep. That's why it's it's a, attracted here. You know, it's because this stuff is old, and you see it in different literature. I used to. Um, I used to be a lay pastor a long time ago, and one of the series was This Present Darkness, and it was based in the Pacific Northwest, oh. and it was very talking about the very – but and, and, of course, it was based on, on, on the Christian uh, ideologies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you definitely had a good and you had an evil. But what he was describing as evil and even some of the good was de- described by the Indians as, as Mother Nature in another story, but always based around here. Mm-hmm. Um even in a, you could even say the Twilight series. Why did the Twilight series work so well for a Pacific Northwest story instead of it's like because vampires Vegas. are gloomy, right? They need the gloominess, right? There's just something about it that, they that, that I think it's because the green looks good with the white, the white pale skin with the green right. trees. I thought yeah. it was just because it was based off of uh, like wasn't it a fanfic? From uh, Fifty Shades of Grey or something, or no Fifty? Oh, I thought, or the other way around. I think yeah, Fifty Shades was the fanfic for okay. uh, Twilight. Hold on. Fifty what? Shades of Grey. Yeah, yeah. What? It's not fan fiction for Twilight. It's all what? the mommies that went to the movie. They're yeah. like, "Ooh, he's hot." Yeah, let's, let's talk really? about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Google it. So no, I, I don't Google it, nerd. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I, I need to go I wash my hands. I haven't Talk read. The microphone. I haven't read either one of these. Liar. Yeah. No, I haven't. I, They're I, terrible. I'm going to now. I <laughs> don't. might have to. No, no. I, I couldn't get through either one, uh, okay. and that's sad for me. But I don't feel like they match up as like part two is uh, part two of Twilight or part seven of Twilight is yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't. It's yeah, just fanfic. Do you know what fanfic is? Yeah. yeah. They just take the characters and they ship them and is they it, bone each other. It's not real, though, right? No, no. No. Okay. But then somebody published it, changed the names around a little well, bit. Yeah. Like, okay. What so. about, um, like, Jacob or Edward? Do we have thoughts? Oh, Team Jacob or Team, team Edward? Like, if you were, gr- I, I mean, if I you. Wait, wait, if I, if I were a teen if girl. If you were a teen <laughs> girl, oh. would you rather be warm or cold? Oh. Abused oh. or not? Oh. 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 Because I'm like. I'm, I'm Team like, Edward. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Goth. Like, See, goth know. vampire. Like, yeah. If I had to pick, yeah. like, I'm half a werewolf already. So I'm just mm. going to go that way. <laughs> like, definitely feral. Yeah, right? Like, I, I don't know about the girl side of it. Like, I couldn't pick for a teenage Bella's girl. Bella's pretty but. boring as a main character. Yeah. Can we just talk about did anyone even see the movie or am I just talking about things? You're, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I watched the about first things. one. I saw like Breaking... No, what was the last one? I have a daughter. Breaking Dawn. It was Breaking Dawn. <laughs> He's like, I have a daughter. <laughs> I had to watch it. Uh, I definitely watched it. I watched one, one on a plane. Yeah. I watched I was one like, on a plane. Oh, I had a, a, a friend. He's some, well, I guess he's still my friend that worked no, security. Yeah. Uh, well, security. Just, he worked security for... Uh, he started his security career kind of like... <laughs> Uh, sorry working working security <laughs> for the um, the actors for the lady and she said yeah. she Ugh. said hey you did such a good job here's my card if you ever want to do celebrity security let me know and he did and he did it for a while damn and he, he did oh. everybody yeah. to lady gaga to justin bieber to uh, uh nirvana people and mm-hmm. uh, everybody in between that came through here damn um, and he lost the to, well, I, don't, I don't think I should say anything. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, yeah, moving on. Oliver Sharer oh. over there. Annie White. Oh, fuck. All right. That was good. 
But I mean, and, you snorted. That was a tangent, and I did snort. Uh, it was a tangent, but it kind of I wanted to lead it back to that too because if someone's like, um, like, do you do gothic boudoir no. shoots? Like, is no. that like a possible? I do everything. I feel like I do everything. I don't do porn, but Fair. you know, I I I do take some photos that people have used on their OnlyFans, but that was like a one time thing because it was an influencer that I was working with, and oh, you know, I don't say, hey, hire me for your OnlyFans, but. But I don't, you know, whatever. But, but, but if you do, you would. <laughs> well, would there be money in, in, in that? Or do people yes. learn really quick how to do it themselves? I think people learn real quick. Right. But, you know, they can't post a lot of their OnlyFans content on their Instagram. So some specific OnlyFans people will hire photographers to sometimes just do kind of like oh, racier photos that they can use online. So I that's what you. we just did one with Colleen cookie cookie colleen she's got like a lot of, of subscribers yeah i'm gonna present no, i don't well, know what she's gonna have <laughs> <laughs> hey, so so scott's wife becca um oh, uh, oh, definitely God, find the links Nark. find what? The, no find the links because she's oh. the one who re- listens to the podcast and like post the description does the notes oh like find the links for this one and post that or just send them to me that's cookie funny. colleen's amazing um but she's an influencer locally and she had like two million subscribers on tiktok and then her account got flagged and deleted then she got another one and a half then it got flagged and yeah people suck and so now yeah yeah. so now she does a lot of more like low like tamer stuff for instagram and so i just recently shot with her and it's nice to shoot with influencers because like obviously they're already amazing they know what they're doing and that's great and then you know it helps with us to get our name out there so yeah yeah that is awesome if you're an influencer hit me up nice make something work and so uh, i i just God, that's so fucking cool. Like, you're yeah. able to just kind of branch out. Like, obviously, it, it started off with, like, you know, just trying to, you know, self-confidence and being able to make mm-hmm. these beautiful photos and stuff. But able to just see, like, the 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 web work, the patterns. You're like, oh, no, I can see how this can branch off and you can expand and do more with all of that. Mm-hmm. I just love how your brain works on that aspect. And even yeah. just creating your own small businesses over and over and having that experience. Like, yeah. if, if, somebody, if somebody came to you and was like you do you do so many businesses and you're so successful on these all these aspects like what would you tell someone who wanted to like start their own business that like how deal, would you though. get them yeah. like like the base level of like how do you even start to yes. even prepare for yep. that yeah Dude, this we we just talked about this with the, the barbers as well mm-hmm. right it's not just it's not just Oh, sorry. It's it's not just um, um, marketing and 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 letting people know that you have a business. There's actually business involved. Like right. you have to have a business license. You have to rent a place. You have to have some money ahead of time. Like, mm-hmm. Please, like yeah. the SBA is a thing, right? Like, so I got my start in music, which taught me networking and marketing, and just being available at the drop of a hat and all of you know all the things you need to promote yourself. So I kind of already had that. And a wide network of people. So a lot of it is honestly getting your name out there is the best place to start. But in order to start a business, you want to start just create a business account with your bank, with a bank, put, you know, get a savings and a checking account. Just start there. Um, Go get a business license and have everything be in that name. Like your name is going to be the owner, but you're going to have trademark your name. I mean, just start from, start from ground zero, get, get those things in a row and then make a Google business page if you're a physical location or not, because you're going to need, what do people do when they look for something? They go to Google Mm -hmm. and they put in, just think like a person, they go in and they say boudoir photo, 
photographer Mm -hmm. and then what's going to pop up. Okay. Then look at those things and see, you know, what are they doing? And, and I really just learned from osmosis by, by looking at other people. Um, but I just try, I have an assistant as well and she does all the things that I hate. And I think that, you know, finding (laughs) somebody do eventually to do stuff that you hate. I mean, why not? Because you're going to just grow even faster if somebody's doing the admin and you can just focus on what you're good at. Um, because I hate doing sales. I mean, honestly, I do do the sales aspect now, but eventually like I'll probably branch out and have someone else make calls with people. And try- <laughs> I don't like doing that. I just want to be the artist. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I understand that completely. But like my assistant will do all my posts. She'll do, you know, pay my bills. Um, <laughs> you know, all the things that I would never do. Yeah. Cause I'm ADHD. Well, and that, <laughs> oh, I, mean, I thought you were pointing at me. Well, I, we, it's Sorry. like with what we do, like we have so many people on this one of the aspect is yeah. because mm-hmm. we can, we can delegate those things out and everyone can contribute and bring in their own ideas, yeah. but everyone can do a thing that another person hates to do. Mm-hmm. And so that goes such a long way. Like, Join a networking group. I just need to throw that out there as yeah. well. Everybody Find those has people. A superpower, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody has something that you're really good at. If you can get enough of those people around you, you can you can mm-hmm. really do some awesome things. Yeah, absolutely. And know. find a, a good accountant, a good CPA. Yes. Just get the things you're not going to want to spend all your time as a business owner figuring out taxes, oh my things God, like no. that. Like just find the right people, pay a little bit of money, go get a business loan, take out like a um a HELOC on your house or something, figure it out. Like I took out a HELOC so that I had a cushion because I couldn't get a small business loan right away. You have to be in business for two years to get for some of these, for wow. some of them. Yeah. To get any money at all. So I had to use my Seems own so savings. Backwards though. Well, I know. First two years we're like, we we're talking yeah. earlier. Yeah. First two years of any business are the hardest. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you need to have enough money to cover those first two years mm-hmm. because you, you, you might not make any income. Exactly. Wow, just yeah. so just have a job that you can either yes. work and you can do your, your new business at the same time or have like significant other money coming in or, or save. Because you got to think about you're not going to take an income and you don't want to take an income because you want to reinvest the money that you're making and then you want to put 20 or whatever percent away for taxes. Yep. So you got to just think like yeah. long term. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's super fun. <laughs> 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 Nothing that keeps you up. But, no. but then also at that aspect and what we've talked about before is like the, the ability to do everything on your own terms yep. mm-hmm. and not have to like bow down to the corporate overlords. Yeah. As Nobody's like, the best. You. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. I fire me. Well, just <laughs> I'm like, you suck. Go to bed. Yeah. No. Um, We've all said that. Yeah. It's amazing to be able to be your own boss. Yeah. It'd be hard to go back, honestly. Yeah. Ugh. can understand that. And yeah. It's like with me, I just kind of like I, I, I tried to kind of go out there with that. But then I realized it's like that's, that's so much work. Dude, it's a, mm-hmm. that's so mm-hmm. much work. It's You're like to hard. do it for yourself. And it was mm-hmm. uh, we talk about Brogan all the time with cosmic bottles. But I mean, he's putting in that work. And yep. you, when you have to constantly do that all the time and you just put your your heart and soul into yeah. something. And that was like why he like he started off with the uh, with the game store mm-hmm. and then realized that like the profit margins and gamers are kind of like just the worst. Yep. You got to pivot. Yeah. And that was quickly. And then he realized that he was making more money on his beer and wine sales. Yeah. And was like, well, this was always what I wanted to do anyway. So, yeah. Whoop, and went I feel over like to pivoting it. without mercy sometimes, just saying, like, that didn't work. Move on. Yep. What works and it's, go into that direction. It's that sunk, uh, sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Where people think, is, oh, if I put in X amount of money, I shouldn't, I need to keep with it. Mm-mm. But if, if you're not fulfilled by it, yes. It, it, even if, even if it sucks, 
like to start off like you need sometimes you just need to get away from it and like you said pivot it's like fuck yeah. five years at a podcast eventually <laughs> eventually wait 10 years jesus christ what am i doing yeah, yeah i've been trying to get out of this no not at all that's and but that's one of the things that's why i love doing this is yeah. because we have fun doing it and it's worth putting forth the effort and with you, I mean, you get those, I don't want to say instant returns, but like when you get to see the photographs of someone that you've created and then you get to see the look on their face mm-hmm. or going out there and performing and being able to get that instant reaction, the cheers, the laughs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I know for me as a creative, that is just so fulfilling mm-hmm. and I have to understand because you're, you're still doing it. Yeah. That, that has to be that. It's and like you, va- very validating. A hundred percent. Instant. Yeah. And then you kind of crave it. <laughs> I was like, I need more. But yeah, I'm definitely a performer at heart and mm-hmm. an artist in many different facets. But yeah, that's why the real estate thing, it was great. And I could use the business mindset that I have. Yeah. But also it's like, I kind of need a little bit more than this, just longevity wise. And now I feel like I'm kind of doing a little bit of a balance of all of it. And, you know, eventually I may end up just going straight into photography or back into music. Um, but I'm not so? sure. I, you know, I, for a long time, I put music on the back burner. And then after many years of, of barely doing any, I was like, this is literally what I was born to do more than anything. Like, photography is amazing. I love it. But at the end of the day, like what makes me come the most alive is being on stage and performing. And you're, you're still doing it. You've got soul function, which you go yeah. around with a whole bunch. Or is that the, is that the main group that you're uh, rolling with right now? Um, so yeah. Performing? Yeah. Soul function. Um, and it's S O U L F U N K T I O N for mm-hmm. the people online. We, we go under soul function Seattle online because there are a few other soul functions like in the UK and okay. whatever. But, um, that is my main band. I've been in it for eight years now, almost nine years. Wow, It's crazy, but we weren't doing a ton of shows. Um, nobody really wanted to be that guy that was like, Hey, book us. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I have 800 yeah. businesses. I don't need to be that guy. And then when no one was booking us, I'm like, I guess I'm that guy. So then I started working on it and we started getting like way more bookings and we've been, actually doing a lot better even just musically because we have to and it's like we're doing so many shows now yeah and we got a little bit of some feedback that didn't make us very happy at one of our shows and i think that was the best thing ever for us because then we we were like we need to step this up we need to be tight we need to put on a show right on and then yeah so we've really changed a lot Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's the, the, the construct at the very least, maybe at least it was constructive into realizing you get, you know, whatever in gear at that point, Mm -hmm. but it, that helps too. And then as long as like everyone's in on it and you're all together, Mm -hmm. like, all right, let's, let's prove to whomever said who, whatever, Mm -hmm. like, just like have that fuck you energy and just be like, here we go. No, this is where we're at. We're going to, we're going to bump it up. Yeah. We were like more of like a backyard barbecue vibe like like you know just don't take it too seriously and then when we got you know hey you guys need to be more this and that we were like okay they're right and so we worked (laughs) on it and and now i feel like you know the sky's the limit and it's it's awesome i'm really happy with how far we've come and we're an eight person band so it's a lot huge group two horns yeah all of the things lots of singers (laughs) and you still and um 
Josh is with you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Glorying? Yeah. Josh, he was in Abney Park with me. Exactly. That's where I first mm-hmm. met him as well. And then he moved on from that. And yeah. it was like, I was like, okay, cool. And then I, I, I see his face again pop up. I'm like, oh, sweet. That's so cool. Yeah. He's one of the best guitarists I've ever met. He's so good. Yeah. Like, so cool. It's so great to like even just be able to see that aspect of it and just. Yeah. And I, I grew up with the other singer, Erica. She, she and I went oh, to high wow. school together. So it's amazing to be able to perform with her because we were. We were tight. We had a band back in high school. We Aww. were concert choir president and vice president, like super dorky. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back together. That's so that cool. Happy. And that's like, I mean, even just being able to do the podcast with these guys that I've known for years, mm-hmm. it's that familiarity, but yeah. also just that that excitement that you have had that you've been able to like just be able to rekindle and it just keeps mm-hmm. firing it and just having that. It's just fulfilling. Yeah. I love it's it. so nice. I am so happy that you were on with us, Jody. Like again, Thank like you. I said at the beginning, if you're interested in the boudoir shoot, you can go to brighteyesphoto.com. Uh, and then also just you're on you're on Insta, you're on Facebook, you do all of those different things. You can search and it'll be in the descriptor for this podcast. So don't be afraid if you're listening to this to inquire about doing these boudoir shoots. You, everyone's mean, afraid but don't be yeah because you only live once exactly and you don't know when you're gonna honestly pass like pass away like my my one client Gosh, it's like yeah right we all say hey i want to wait till this or that and then they're like maybe it's too late or maybe something happens tomorrow and you wish you would have done it yesterday and it's just we're not all going to be perfect no one's perfect yeah like, why are you waiting till you're perfect it's yeah. never going to happen just send the email right yeah just yeah send the email ask the questions do it before yeah. you die <laughs> take a shot of tequila and do it before you die there we go <laughs> that is perfect i love it jody thank you so much for being on with us you're welcome yeah, this was awesome it yep. was really fun you guys thank you thank, thank you, you everybody yeah. for listening you can check us out again if you've listened to all of this you already know but gridcitypodcast.com if you want to listen live you could have you could have heard all the shenanigans that happened Photo. before and after the podcast missed it now though yeah you missed it now but if you go to g <laughs> uh grid city podcast like, you don't want to do that like is this gcp.com a thing too? I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to. Oh, we're gonna have to find out, then, I guess. <laughs> but gridcitypodcast.com. There's a link to the Discord. There's a link to our Patreon where you can find out all sorts of cool things and keep up on all of our social media as well and see what uh see all the fun ridiculous things that we have going yeah. on with that. Ridiculous. All the fun ridiculous. ridiculous. The ridiculous things that we do with this. <laughs> Jody, thank you again for being on. Thank you so much. You guys are fun. Thank you, everyone. And until next time, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com. <laughs>